The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg, and the Raiders blow out the Jets at home. What a party. What a day. What a freaking game. All that and more here on show 489. Well, before we get into that epic contest, and boy, I got to tell you what it was like there at home at the Coliseum. We got a little business to take care of. I got to give a big shout out to Raider Nate the Grape from Imagery Winery. Uh, he, he kicked down some port. He listens to the show. Shout out to you, bro. Thanks for listening to us. Also, uh, let me just hit on this. The AFC West, a little news report as if you didn't know it, the Broncos two and zero. The uh, <laughs> the boys from Sparrowhead, the Chiefs two and zero. The Raiders are two and zero, and the Chargers well they're zero and two. The AFC West is the division in football in the NFL. It is the toughest. There's no doubt. Everyone knows it, and champion will come from this definite division. This season, that's what I'm predicting. So stay tuned, man, because uh, we got a tough road, but I know the Raiders can handle it. And I'm going to tell you why in just a moment here or two. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have not only the post game for the Jets. But there's a little flurry of activity about the disrespect. The disrespect of the dance. (laughs) I definitely got to hit on that because that's a complete joke for sure. And of course, that would be the postgame for the dismantling of the Jets. The recycling of the Jets, however you want to put it. Um, They went down in a ball of green flame. We have a pregame for the Washington Skins. Potato Skins, they're no joke. They've got a top five offense. And, uh, well, they look pretty good, almost. Their defense is good, too. We're going to hit on that. Uh, We have to because we're traveling again to the East Coast for a late game. But it will be prime time. I'm loving that. That and the bone line should wrap up the show. So let us get to it, shall we? Okay, before I get really into the the game and the place and just the atmosphere at the Coliseum, the New York Jets are bitching about <laughs> Beast Mode's dance on the sidelines. I don't see how you could really complain about it. I don't think I would because it was just freaking awesome for any team and any fan base. You got to just be able to appreciate it. Everyone else does. They're, they weren't the ones who got their... Ass handed to him at the tone of 45 points. So put up or shut up, Jets. 
<laughs> Shannon, do you have a problem with lunch dancing? I came in this morning dancing, Joy. You, you saw did. me. Mm. Uh, you were more like humming, but... I, I don't have a problem with it. You got a problem with somebody doing something that you think is disrespectful, you could stop them. I'm surprised that they saw it because the Raiders beat the eyes out by the third quarter. So whatever was going on after that point, Skip, how they saw it, somebody must have told them about it. Skip, mm. I got no problem with Marshawn Lynch. Mm. Marshawn Lynch's job is to be openly and blatantly disrespectful as he wants to be. It's your job to stop him. He did you a favor. What Marshawn Lynch told you, you guys are so trash. I'm dancing on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I done took my pads off. This is where I am. I'm in a hype. I mean, that's a, that's a barrier thing. Mm. E. Faulty started that hype back in the day. Oh, oh, he got a hand on it. Oh, he pretty with it. Oh, he frizzy with it. Oh, <laughs> be, oh, stop it, Marshawn. Cause I'm really from Oakland now. A self-handed ass nigga, I'm from Oakland How East Oakland, West Oakland, North Oakland. Yes, you should be a Hey, tell uh, uh, Josh McCown to do something about that. Mm. That was your quarterback. Do something about that, Josh McCown. Mm. Yeah. Good point. This was just pathetic on the part of three Jets who I barely knew. You yeah. know, like especially Jordan Jenkins. I didn't know Jordan yeah. Jenkins, but the other two guys, one guy played in Pittsburgh for a long time, Steve McClendon. And Darren Lee was a first-round pick, so I give him a little bit of credit. But this was about what he was doing for that team and that town and that stadium. Right. And trust me, what Marshawn did, that was a big deal for that crowd. Yes. And for that city of Oakland where we were for the finals. Mm-hmm. And, and for a team on the verge, it was a big, big deal. Trust me, it will resonate through the season because Beast Mode is back where he belongs in his town. That wasn't for you. That was for it, them. It, it was for and Darren them. Lee and Jenkins, guess what? There's going to be a lot. You're going to see a lot of that. <laughs> Y'all going to see a lot more dancing. Well, other people gonna be, so you should. What you should see, now you don't let the cat out the bag. Now everybody knows that makes you upset. Yes. So guess what's going to happen now, Skip? Guys going to be doing the bus stop. They're going to be doing the funky chicken. Joy, they're going to be doing They're going to do some of everything. They might start <laughs> twerking on the sideline. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I remember when... Dirty Sanchez, Mark Sanchez, they were beating us 38 to 3 or 38 to nothing. And he sat down after he was taken out of the game because we were getting walloped so bad. And he sat there and he put mustard and ate a hot dog on the sideline. I think that's a little freaking disrespectful. As a matter of fact, I said it on my show. I thought that was a punk move. Really, bro, you can't wait another 10 minutes to go get something to eat? Really? Anyways, I think it's a lot to do about nothing, but it's kind of funny in the same way because, man, the Jets are the 32nd team in the NFL. So without any further ado, on a most beautiful morning, just enough fog, just enough clouds, just enough sun, crack of dawn, me and the wife, are headed to the Coliseum, and it's electric from the second we get into the car. Pull into the parking lot. There it is. The bad boys of parking <laughs> barbecue were getting it done with a totally new setup. Epic, seeing everybody there. Juan Jorge, Gorilla Rilla, Skulls. I mean, everybody was in the freaking house. Raider Darren with his severed head. Of course, that's one of the reasons why we won, I'm sure. 
It was so fun to see everybody out there at the Coliseum. Raider Ron, of course. Raider Mike, of course. Um, just so many people listened to the show. Uh, great time. What a The place was just on fire. Opening game against the Jets. There were Jets fans there too, which is always funny because... You never see any Chiefs fans there, <laughs> but you always see plenty of other fans. So there were plenty of Jets fans there. That was cool with me. I mean, because I knew the team wasn't that good. I didn't know they were this bad, but what a game. What a game. We actually had Jets do the flyover. I knew after that it was going to be a magical season. <laughs> we didn't just have the parachutist with a flare coming out of his uh, all the way down the middle of the Coliseum. No, it was real. It was a real opening game with an opening crowd that was on fire. And trust me, from the first snap to the last, the Raider Nation was in the house. And what a magical freaking game. I can't even tell you. I'll just go right to it. Three-step drop and a lot for Crabtree. Give me some of that out till it's on up. Twist it and burn up. Hey. Can't nobody stop us. Ow. We want to live here. Target a lob on right side. A Crabtree comeback catch. And he's in the end zone again. Touchdown. Raiders. Can't nobody stop us. We want to live here. The Jets have gotten back into the game now. They're going to get the ball back after Marquette King punt coming here. Khalif Raymond back to return the punt for the Jets as Marquette gets it away on the Raider 15-yard line. Blast a high, deep one, far left. Fumbled the ball, Raymond muffed it. Johnny Holton recovers on the three-yard line. What a play Johnny Holton made. He was right there, breathing all over Khalif Raymond, and he muffed the ball inside the five-yard line. Third down and goal on the two-yard line. They give it to Marshawn. Marshawn in the end zone. Third down and one. They motion Patterson to the left. Breaks a tackle. He's gone. They won't catch him. Ten. Touchdown. Raiders. First and ten Raiders in the 48-yard line. It's a toss to Richard. The Jets push that back inside, but he ran right by it. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. They had force on that side, but he was so quick on the toss to the outside right out of the gun. He just cut back middle. Nobody laid a finger on him. 35-13 Raiders. Josh McCown. There's a blitz by Kyle Joseph. He gets sacked from the blind side. Fumbled the ball. Who's got the ball now? The Raiders have the ball. They are all over the Jets. Here's Derek in the shotgun. Throw, end zone, caught. Michael Crabtree, his third of the day. Give it to me again. Touchdown. Raiders. 
Marshawn Lynch, after his touchdown, started to do the freaky deaky or, you know, the freestyle, whatever you want to call it. It, I mean, you just can't capture it. You can see it on film. I mean, there's lots of video of it from all over. But if unless you were there and you were doing it with everybody else, I mean, you just got to know it was just so amazingly freaking awesome. <laughs> you are looking live at Marshawn Lynch dancing to the music during the timeout. And the crowd has gone absolutely wild. Never before done anywhere else. The black hole was rocking. Uh, the place was on fire. I mean, what a great game. What a great day for the Raiders and the Raider Nation. The G- DJ was keeping it real. Uh, it was just an amazing day. All my favorite people were there. Everyone around my seats, which I've had forever, was there. It's like old home. Family week was crazy. Let me not hesitate any further to give kudos to who deserves it reggie mckenzie for picking carrying conley i'm gonna tell you right now i gotta suck it up and say i'm sorry because boy this kid is the best db on the field and then to see you know i watched conley i i played it back and i watched every play you guys the guy plays the cornerback position like smooth it's smooth it's like <laughs> he just, it's like he's been in there the whole time he's, he's the best corner on the team hey, it's not close oh it's not even close because <laughs> he's smooth. got the speed he's got the speed and it's Fluid. effortless yes yes you know it's like he lines up and he's like i don't you cannot run me so i'm not worried about you and they just line up and it's it's a confidence thing you line up and you know when Emerson. You know, when the other guys are in there, it's like they're given a lot of space. They're worried. But he just gets up there, lines up, and says, okay. And you ain't seen him yet. He can he can be a matchup guy if you oh. want to do that. They didn't put him in the slot. You can do that. Yeah. What struck me when he first took the field, maybe because he was wearing that number 22 jersey, and you guys are maybe too young, but Mike Haynes. Mike Haynes. I mean, Mike, he looked like Mike Haynes. And I said that to Coach Flores, but he said, he said, Greg, Mike Haynes was 6'3". Yeah, Mike's... Conley's six feet tall, but he looks taller because he has his short little torso. He's, he's built got like long Tory legs. James. Do you remember Tory yes, James? Yes, very well. Tory he's James, built yeah. like 90-yard pick James. against yes. uh, Jay Fiedler. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. built like Exactly, Tory like James. long arms. So in yes. that, Tory James could do He was a nickelback. He was. But because it's almost the perfect cornerback in Gary and Conley because... He he has long legs, but he's six feet tall. He's got long arms. You know, his his, his wingspan is six feet four. Wow! So he plays like a guy six four, but his lower body moves like a guy six feet tall. Gotcha. So he can move. He can change of direction, open up hips. But then when they took the shot, the deep one to Jermaine Kerslow, right. he didn't just bat that away. He spiked it. He, yeah, he batted it, and then he hit he it. Then he was going to bat it to Reggie Nelson. Okay. <laughs> then I I got to give him props for this too. The guy will play the run. 
It's tough. He it's will stick. Tough. Stick his nose in there. He'll yeah. stick his head in there. There are a, a couple times where I'm like, okay, he's probably gonna, you know, he's probably shy just gonna, away. Be no, the he, he was right there. He was right there sticking his head in. He didn't really have a chance to make a really good tackle, but he was putting his head in whenever there was the ball was around him. It's his so, first game. I, mean, I know. Wait, wait till he does he a little bit more. He hasn't had any practice. Yeah, the Jets didn't even really attack him either. Just they the threw a deep shot, and then they completed a pass late in the game. He's but the best that, corner on the team. Him. Why would and you attack the best He's a rookie, though. But I see he's the best. I said this. They want Ann Emerson. I said this in the pregame radio show. There is one position where if you are a really good athlete, you can step in and play right away because you're either playing man-to-man or you're playing some kind of a zone. And when you're out there, not in the slot, it's a little harder in the slot, but if you're playing out there at corner, you can step in with not a lot of, well, you know. You're, no, you're, you're too young to remember. You were playing, I think, at BC then, but that was the 49ers. They had the all-rookie defensive backfield with yes, Ronnie Lott. They, Ronnie, won, yes. they came right in and won the yeah. Super Bowl. Exactly. Right, Hicks. Yeah. So we're excited about Gary and Conley. It is the football hour. Bill Romanowski and Lorenzo Neal. The overall secondary now. Because Conley really is the real deal. And I think you can give him a little bit more. He can go on the slot. He can play outside. You can use him as a matchup guy. If you want to put him on Terrell Pryor and say, take number 11 away, he could. The Raiders don't typically do that. But when Sean Smith gets healthy, and I think he'll be okay, how's this going to look? You got David Amerson. You got Sean Smith who are making making big coin. You got TJ Carey. He's a really good slot. And then you got Conley, the young guy, who's probably better than all three of them. So well, how do you, you, how do, you, you do this? See, what you can do now is you can match up because you can stick Smith on the number three or the number four who's not as good, and you don't have to worry. You don't have to put him on the number two guy. So you can do that, but you can put Conley on their best receiver and then now it allows you to do different things with Amerson, you know, and Smith to and, where and TJ, you could play and, double slot and, and TJ. And don't be surprised at, at times that you don't hardly see a linebacker on the field, maybe just one, because they got that type of they got that type of. He's a big guy. You got bigger guys. Your safeties can hit. They can play in the box. You can mix it up with these yeah. guys, and they can cover. He is fast. His catch up speed is amazing. His instincts are good. He's got great hands. I love this kid. The way he played, of course, it's only the Jets, but still, the way he played, the way Amerson played, um, Carl Joseph was on fire as well. Great play by the defensive backs. I got to tell you right now. Safety play is so much better. Oh, no. Carl, oh. Carl Joseph is like a different player. Yeah. And because he's playing so well, Reggie Nelson Reggie, is playing the best he's played as a Raider. Reggie came up with a hit oh, on like that. the second yeah. play of the it's game. Early. Yeah. Yeah. the run. Real yeah. early. Yeah. 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 the run. Yep. And so did, so did Joseph. And then, you know... Then you see, I think it's a Pagano yeah, we, influence right. because all of a sudden you bring a safety blitzes. Come on, guys. Have we seen They, a, they did a not have a bl- single sack from a member of their secondary all last year. Exactly. How many times did Carl Joseph, at least four times? Yes. Pagano has always been that way. That guy's going to bring pressure. He's going to bring that pressure. You don't know where it's coming from. And it's a zone blitz at times. You think you're bringing six. He's not. He'll drop the guy into the... Bruce Irvin. Yeah. Drop 
Bowser, guy and bringing Buzz it, him out. Buzz him out. He does yeah. a great job. He's gonna. I'm telling you, this defense has gotten better, but it's still early. They've only played two teams that not necessarily high power offense, but least you're doing. They're doing a great job of keeping everything in front of them, not letting a lot of balls get over the head, and they're tackling a lot better. Yeah, you you mentioned it. Low the defense is tackling well, and they're getting out to these leads. I thought in the Tennessee game. This defense really buckled down. I know everybody went crazy about the Raiders' defense in the preseason, but I thought in Dallas you started to see strides, and then you saw it in Tennessee. Then it gets the Jets. Yeah, they gave up some third downs. There were some personal foul penalties there, but if the Raiders have a lead and you can just unleash these guys with Khalil Mack and Bruce Irvin and you got Carl Joseph blitzing, this defense is playing well right now, and it's capable of taking this team far. If this defense complimentary football, which you always talk about, Pop, special teams and defense, if the offense gets a lead, this defense is going to play well because they have pass rushers who can really create things. Amazing game by our DBs. Vanderdose continues to impress. Mack, of course, with a sack. You know, there's there seem to be... Changing in these linebackers, it seems to be a pretty good system so far. I mean, our defense looked pretty good. I know the Jets are nothing to write home about, but still, they got away with some runs. Hey, man, they scored some points. So, you know, we did play the lowly Jets, but we played them really well, I think. Um, Our guys got a good workout in this game, and I think it shows what we can do. Nick Moreau, like I said many shows ago, at least a few ago, uh, this young rookie looks good. He's only 215 pounds, but he's very instinctual. He's very fast to the ball. I like this kid. I think if he continues to improve, he could be the answer at middle linebacker. He just needs to gain a little bit more weight, but keep that speed, baby, because he's got it. I actually also saw some young linebackers kind of step up. Morrow? He's playing more and more. He played more and more and played with with speed. The defense played very well, I believe. And, um, well, all hands on deck for the D. I mean, I can go go through every name, but everybody played really well. I was impressed, to say the very least. You know, when we were all in training camp, uh, we were wrecking our brain. The Raiders offensively, whether they score 500 or 600, I don't know how (laughs) they're going to go. But how can you make the defense work? And it, it struck me, Bill, and I was thinking of you on Sunday, and I mentioned you during the broadcast. Jack Del Rio is doing something he has never done here in Oakland, all the way back to his last game in Jacksonville. The Raiders have twice won the coin toss, and they took the ball both times. He always deferred. First 19 games as a Raider, he wanted his defense on the field first, but then you're falling behind. So what he's doing is he's having his offense grab the lead. They are taking the lead. The Raiders have not trailed for a single moment, Bill. And I'm thinking, so how can this all work? We were talking about Greg Williams in New Orleans and a lot of blitzing and forcing turnovers. But I was thinking of your teams in Denver in 97-98. You guys would go up 7 nothing, 14 nothing, and your defensive coordinator, Greg Robinson, would even, blitz the even, house. Even 96, same thing. We won, we won the division, had a home field advantage. That was the Jacksonville whole playoff that was loss. The Jackson, means, so yeah. it was the same same thing, Greg. We were We were up. You know, 14 points pretty much in the first quarter, almost every game. So right away, Greg Robinson, he just started dialing blitzes up. And that's what we did. We just attacked people. And we were in a, all we had to do was focus on getting to their quarterback, knowing it was a one-dimensional game. They had to throw to win because there's no way they could catch us running the football. 
And, and now you got a secondary. You can let Khalil go. You can start to bring right, safety right. blitzes. So if the Raiders just play with the lead low, is that, you can't blitz the great quarterbacks. Sure. Can you blitz Tom Brady? Can you blitz? I know you don't like Alex, but he's so smart. Can you even the young guy in Denver, Trevor Simeon? Can this kind of recipe that we saw Sunday, the heavy blitz, grab the lead? Can it work to to get you into January and February? I think what it does too, not just that. What it does is going to free up some linemen, and it's going to free up the Cleo Max. It's going to free up guys because then everyone's going to watch tape, and they're going to see this team that's bringing Carl Joseph, bringing safety blitz, and seeing what's going on. They're going to say, okay, they're going to blame these safeties, and now these safeties are going to come down in the box, and you know it, Papa. Now a guy's going to be pointing, saying this is the guy's a hot guy and all of a sudden right back to snap they're going to drop into coverage and now you got that one-on-one matchup and guys are going to be able to win because you got guys kicking thinking there's going to be guys not coming so i think it's going to confuse some guys too, some teams at times because now they're not trying to slide a protection and you're going to get those one on true one-on-one blocks that guys are looking for do they have a weakness? Is there one thing you maybe could say? Right, oh, you could right say tackle. maybe right tackle. I, Marshall Newhouse is playing. But he's he's holding his own. So he's that doing was, fine. The, he's doing fine. But there, that's where you would say that's the only place where they don't have a dominant player. But other than that, they got two tight ends. My God. They got receivers galore. They got three running backs. That all made him. I take that back. They got a fourth because they put Patterson the back there. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, he ran for a 30, 40 yard touchdown. Wow. So it, it was exciting. Let me just tell you, I'm going to break off, go on a freaking rant right now. The Raiders are freaking fun. They're fun to watch. They're a good, fun team to watch. They're entertaining as hell, aren't they? I can't believe it. They're so fun, and they were fun last year. They were young. They were fired up. And now you have this 31-year-old vet in Marshawn Lynch who is having the time of his life, and he owes it all to Oakland, guys. Uh, It is the best story going in the NFL, in my opinion. And what's underappreciated to me is just how much fun he and the team are having and how he affects those around him on the field and in the community. So this is already, to me, the most enjoyable team to watch in the NFL. They are giving us life and offense. They've got the angry runs. Mm-hmm. They've got the hat trick of touchdowns. Cordell Patterson, mm-hmm. I know that you loved that run, whizzing through the Jets defense up into all. the end zone on a baseball field. <laughs> this <laughs> is on a baseball field that no one is talking about is not going to be part of the equation in the NFL in a couple wow, of years. Yeah. Why is nobody talking about this? Because of Marshawn Lynch. Mm, he has true. everybody's attention. Everybody's all over the hype, you right. We yeah. love the hype because you don't see it every day. It's yeah. energy. It's fire. Take a look at the dance. We've seen it a million times, but I can't get enough of it. Oh, there it is. There we go. My so man. After this, you, you, I'm just, I'm not even watching him anymore. I'm looking at the teammates. They're sort of into it. They're sort of not, you know, Jack yeah. Torrio's like, maybe I should have gone out there with him. Khalil Mack said, quote, he was just having fun. That's yep. him after the game, after three touchdowns. Crabtree says, play ball, have fun, man. So it's all about fun. So he's out there. We've seen it. He's kicking goals in soccer games yes. before the season started, wearing kilts on a global tour. But his presence goes beyond this fun that we're seeing. Like, play, like the hyphy is great and all, but this is an Oakland kid. He's always been involved in this community, even when he played sure. in Seattle. Over the summer, he held youth camps, uh, not only to teach football, but to teach the technology the methodology, all of that behind football. He's offered free haircuts, not once or twice, haircuts and school supplies for students who bring him good report cards, showing good grades in Oakland. He ran around Oakland this last week, check this out, installing vending machines (laughs) with free Skittles. And he loves Skittles. Just like, hey, here's a bunch of Skittles, have them for free. So he's making his presence known. He's bringing fun and fire. And I bet there are more things that Marshawn Lynch does for teammates and in Oakland that we don't know about. There's more of that than things that we do know about. Marshawn Lynch runs like a beast. 
He really carries that attitude. When he went out on the field, they introduced him like by himself, but he had Washington and Richard right next to him. They came out as a as a squad. I think that was a lot of class. I think they love him. I think that this team has his personality, and I just love it. Did you guys know what happened when they introduced Marshawn Lynch at the game in Oakland this no, past what week? What happened? Okay, so they announced all the starters. It's a big to-do, right? It's a, the first game there yeah, at the right. Coliseum. So he didn't come out by himself when they named it the starters. No, he grabbed Jalen Richard oh, and DeAndre Washington, and he said, guys, come out with him with me. We are one squad. You guys are part of this just like me. This is the coolest thing I have seen this week. This is him being a leader, being a team player, bringing the moxie, the attitude, the fun to this team. And everyone's focused on the hyphy, but that was way cooler than life. And those two guys were great in that game. I mean, they played out on the field. I didn't see that. What a cool thing they're so fun you're right they're so fun they're so fun i love it it's so much fun to be there at the coliseum and see your team put on a freaking show like this crab three tds amazing cordell patterson's run they motion patterson to the left to Derek in the gun they're gonna gun run the running back that's the wide receiver breaks the tackle he's gone they won't catch him 10 five he slowed down he still scores touchdown raiders i didn't know whether to call him a wide receiver a running back or what he is tom he's like ty montgomery in the west coast version cordero patterson the Whoa. receiver on a gun run and once he hit the second level, he was gone. But he slowed up a little bit there and made yeah, it close. I'll, I'll tell you what he is. He's a football player. He is a football player. He, and what a what a weapon when you can put him back there and let him run. Like you said, Ty Montgomery from the Green Bay Packers. What a block by Colecio Semele Link. He had a KO block. No to doubt get him about into it. The second level. That's exactly right, partner. They, the Jets committed everybody to the line of scrimmage. Once you brought the line of scrimmage, there was no one left for Patterson to contend with. Colegio Semele blocked everybody in white on that play. That was unreal. Cordero Patterson, his first touchdown is a rate of the point after by Giorgio Tavecchio. It was a 43-yard run there by Cordero Patterson, one of the great kickoff returners in pro football's history. And he's got a touchdown, the wide receiver slash running back. And the Raiders have scored four touchdowns today and now lead the Jets with 3.31 to go third quarter, 28-13. to Magical or what? Crazy run, excellent TD, fun for him because they're going to use him all over. He's a great piece. Uh, it's kind of like that mystery piece. You just never know where he's going to pop up. Richard, his run is 30 yards plus into the end zone on a little, a little pitch play. First and 10 Raiders in the 48-yard line. It's a toss to Richard. The Jets push that back inside, but he ran right by it. 30, 20, 10. Jets knew the play length. They had force on that side, but he was so quick on the toss to the outside right out of the gun. He just cut back middle. Nobody laid a finger on him. What a great play that was as well. All the effort in the world, the no give up. And let me not say this too. I'm going to say it all. The offensive line was over the top. They blocked downfield. They kept blocking. They were mauling people all day long. O-line deserves big kudos, man, because they did it, and they got it done big time. I think our D, I wish our D could have got in. They should have been able to get this guy, 
Um, but their offensive line isn't too terrible. But we, we should have been able to to, to get McClown uh, a, a few more times than, than I saw. Uh, got off the field on third downs. That was all really good. And I don't think anything, even though we blew the Jets out, uh, not a great team, but just a great team win, I think, because everyone is involved. Special teams, I mean, that muff punt. Game is getting hotter, though, Tom. It looked like the Raiders were going to just take the Jets apart after jumping ahead 14 nothing. but the Jets have gotten back into the game now, and they're going to get the ball back after a Marquette King punt coming here. Yeah, absolutely. The Raiders had control, and then they uh, kind of used up a little bit, lost control. Khalif Raymond back to return the punt for the Jets as Marquette gets it away on the Raider 15-yard line. Blast a high, deep one, far left. Fumbled the ball, Raymond muffed it. Johnny Holton recovers on the three-yard line. You cannot advance a muff. He ran it into the end zone. It's not a touchdown, but what a play Johnny Holton made. He was right there, breathing all over Khalif Raymond, who stubbornly did not call for a fair catch, Tom, and he muffed the ball inside the five-yard line. Boy, what a mistake by the returner on that one. If you ever in doubt, catch, make a fair catch if you ever in doubt. Well, he did make a fair catch call, but he didn't catch it. It bounced off his helmet okay. and his hands. And that, as you mentioned, Johnny was right there. The moment that ball came out free, he was right there to jump on But Johnny backed away. He yeah. did not make a mistake of a fair catch interference call. He got up tight on him, Tom, settled his feet. That is a veteran oh, wow. evolution play by Johnny Holton as a gunner, not to just ran right into him or give him no room to catch the ball. He gave him room, but he was breathing all over him. <laughs> Got to be all over that. Could have been their ball, but you know, this is the hustle of the Raiders. What an epic game Indeed, Carr, needless to say, Cooper. I mean, that's why Crabtree is the Crabs getting the calls because they're over and under on Coop. They double them all the time. You know, pick your freaking poison. Cook, Coop, you know, uh, Roberts, Roberts again, right? So what what are you going to pick to, to stop? Have you guys seen a receiver and quarterback that is on the page that they're on? The timing of those routes with this Crabtree just throwing up, yeah. Crabtree running on the sideline, and the DB just keeps running, and, and he just only Crabtree knows. I mean, the timing that they no, right. practices. They, he's got too yeah, much. He's got too many options because he's got. They can't cover everybody that they have. The guy's covered, and all of a sudden, only the receiver knows the balls. I mean, the timing that the car has with Crabtree and the rest of the guys is, to me, is just blowing my mind. Yeah, the one we just heard, the sprint, all right. Yes. And then the, the, the route that Crabtree ran, and we were talking to Rich Gannon, he actually ran it to the back pylon, and then he snapped it off to the front corner of the end zone. And the, and the fade route, when he, did you guys hear the audible call in the fade route <laughs> yes. with Seattle? Yeah. Seattle? Seattle. <laughs> Was that a shot of Daryl Bevel? <laughs> Offensively. Uh, I, I, well, they, they could lead the league in rushing if they really wanted to. They could lead the league in passing if they really wanted to. And the Jets, their, their game plan on, on Sunday was to take Amari Cooper away. They flat out bracketed yep. him. Even on the goal line goes to show that last week everyone's saying, well, why did they throw the ball? Because the defense dictated that you throw the ball. Here's again, you saw, check the Seattle. Both safeties get nosy, put their head in the box. Carr looks over there, Seattle, Seattle, we're throwing it. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And he threw the fade right, and Beastmo knew the, at that time when he says to Seattle, we're passing this ball, but you had nine guys in the box. And that's why when Papa, you're talking about can they lead the league in rushing and in passing? Absolutely, because of the things they can do, the different variations of fight formation. Uh, it's amazing. I love our offense. 
it's pretty hard to stop. We'll see um, as the season goes on. But so far, I am amazed at the weapons and the use of the weapons. we got to get a little bit more colorful, which I think we will as the season goes on, as these guys get used to each other. Uh, but I know that Coop has taken a lot of heat away from everyone else because would you want Crabtree to get three touchdowns or Coop? You pick because either one of them can do it. It's just Coop could do it faster. So you want your three early touchdowns or what, what do you want? Because that's what they would give up if they stopped covering Coop with double and a double Crabtree because as soon as, as soon as he's single coverage, you can forget it. I love it. I just love it. And Cook is like the magic sauce, man, for this dish. Because the Raiders look fabulous. The game was amazing. After the game was even more amazing. The fireworks going off. All you guys that have been there, and you know, I uh, got big big shout-outs to uh, the uh, Nebraska Raider who was in the house. Uh, he was He was sporting it all. Great to see him. I mean, so many people, so many brothers and sisters we haven't seen all year because of first game uh, and the way we won. I, I, I have nothing else to say other than um, if the Jets, if you got your feelings hurt, go grab a box of tissues for your issues, partners, because the Jets were outclassed, outplayed, uh, faux show. I kind of felt bad for Todd Bowles. Looked like he lost his best friend. And his dog <laughs> at his house. He wasn't looking very happy. I feel bad for him. That's terrible, huh? Well, the game was great. Uh, the crowd was over the top. Well done, Raiders. Uh, and that is about all I have to say about that. All right, the 2-0 Oakland Raiders travel to see the Washington Redskins in their house this Sunday, uh, this will be a good contest for our Oakland Raiders. Now, the Washington Redskins are a trippy team. The potato skins, I like to call them, because people are a little emotional about the Redskin thing. And still, uh, which is controversy that I don't even want to touch, uh, really. I, I don't have an opinion. Until they change their name, that's who they are. But I divert to the truth, which is they're a good team. They're a top five offense, and their defense ain't shabby either. Uh, they have a weird team, though. It's kind of a weird chemistry. Uh, Jay Gruden uh, is the coach. He has kind of that quirky Gruden personality. I kind of like the way he talks, to. Reminds me of our old coach. But... Uh, Listen, man, they got a decent team. They got a top five offense, and it seems like it's kind of a a lucky offense, if you would. Uh, they've got Terrell Pryor. There you go, Money Man has spoken. Terrell Pryor as a wide receiver. Don't get me going, because I asked for that guy to move to wide receiver when he was here. That would have been the best thing that could have happened to us, but he's gone. Goodbye. Now we play him, so it's going to be interesting to see how he plays the game he's a pretty good wide receiver which i thought then i think a lot of us knew that back then uh as well but cousins is no joke i mean they got some good running backs as well they got a pretty decent defense uh, that mason foster and zach brown 
Uh, Josh Norman in the back. Their defensive line is pretty strong. They're good against the run, so they're gonna have a, we're gonna have a hard time running. I think, uh, perhaps not. Our offensive line, pretty bad. I mean, as far as bad ass, I think we might be able to muscle these guys around, but they're ready for us. This is no a surprise game for the Redskins. Trust me, they've been watching us for a while. So. What I think, I think we have to stop their run game because that's the power that they come with. They're a run-first team. They're going to try to run the ball down our throat. They like to run the ball. That's kind of how their offense works. So if we can stifle the run and force the pass and make this Cousins character uh, carry the whole load with pressure, could be a tough day for the Redskins. Uh, let me tell you right now, we got to get the pressure up the middle on this guy as well. They do a good job of creating a pocket for him. And, uh, well, it ain't no kidding because Ryan Grant could take the ball away. Uh, Jason Crowder as well can also run after the catch. And trust me, we don't want any of that shenanigans going on because they're a pretty good team. They're top five offense. It's no joke. We have This is a challenge for our defensive squad. Now, I expect us to be able to run the ball and pass the ball. And for the Raiders, I don't think it really makes much difference. I think we could run the ball or pass the ball to open the run or run the ball to open the pass. I just don't think Washington's designed that way. I don't think they can do it that way. I know it doesn't sound like it makes sense, but I'm telling you that if we can stop their run, their game is over. Ours, if they stop our run, our game is not over. <laughs> we we got plenty of game, uh, which I don't think is going to be the issue. I think we'll be able to score quite a bit, and we just have to keep them from scoring. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, I think the over and under is 54 or 55 points. Uh, we're favored by three, which really upsets me. Upsets me because I hate these games. Uh, that miniature little uh, favoring there is... Uh, it actually ends up to be six and a half points or almost a touchdown where you consider they should have three points at home. So they're really thinking the Raiders are going to win this game, which gives me pause because I hate to back a team into a corner. However, this is the NFL. This is how the games roll. And if you're winning, then you're always supposed to win. So we better get used to that news. And like uh, the coach was saying, we can't get too big aheads. I totally agree. This is one of those games that will challenge us. Uh, I hope that all the effort is coming down the pipe. We'll see this. I think this team has that kind of character, though. I think the Raiders will bring that toughness wherever they go, like they have so far in two seasons. This is not just a fly-by-night situation we've had just this year. Last year, they brought the wood with them wherever they went, for sure. So I think this Raiders team can travel to Washington and beat them. I think they could beat them by a touchdown. The Skins came back uh, against, I don't know, the Rams and won in the very final seconds of the game, the fourth quarter comeback. I don't think the Rams are that good, to be honest with you. And I think we can beat uh, the Washington Redskins. But it'll be a really good challenge for our team. Uh, you know, they've got Callahan. Remember that name? You should remember it because he was our head coach when we lost the Super Bowl. Uh, he's uh, he's on their defensive squad, uh, defensive coach, and, you know, he's doing a good job with their defense. Trust me. 
Uh, and so the two reasons I really want to win is to show prior that, well, hello. And number two, I'd like to see Callahan take a good look at us and go, damn. Uh, and as we leave there with the W, I say the Raiders will win this game. Um, I say we should win it without a doubt. If we bring our A game and our attitude, we should leave Washington uh, with a W. And uh, that'll be it. I think it'll be a decisive victory as well. I just hope that everybody can stay healthy in this game because uh, Washington is a tough hitting defense. Uh, they're going to really try to snuff out our run game. Trust me, that's their plan. Uh, they've got a pretty decent set of white uh, uh, defensive backs as well. So we'll just see. We'll see how the Raiders do. I'm looking for the W. I think we can do it. I think the points are too low. I think it'll be higher than that, believe it or not. Washington will score, and we'll definitely score. I think it's going to really be a high-scoring game. So on that note, I look for the Raiders to beat the doggone Redskins, come home, and get ready for our next opponent. And, well, I can't hardly wait for that game. So uh, that is what I think about this game. And so that is all I have to say about that. <laughs> Bo show. All right. It's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on that bone line, folks. It's popping now. It's jamming for sure. I love it. I love you guys. This is the reason we do the show. The Raider Nation is in the freaking house. What is up? Who is calling? I love it. And our first caller of the show is the Raiderette herself, Callie in the South. What's going on, girlfriend? out here just want to give a shout out to everybody in Raider Nation feeling so good I think we're gonna take out the Patriots in Mexico City today was an awesome day for Raider Nation Marshall Lynch is a beast Derek Carr is phenomenal our running game put it out there all the way I think the first uh, call against us was a bunch of bull-loaning with the uh, unnecessary roughness. Give me a break. Give me a break. That's how they got their first touchdown. We still showed up like Raider Nation shows up. I love you all. I love the game. I love the first game, and I love the second game even more. And I go Raiders. Raiders! Well, I can't really top that. That is awesome. You know what? I can tell you this, though. It's fun to watch these guys. I know you'd agree. I mean, listen to you. <laughs> We're all feeling the same way. It's about time. Thank you for the call, girlfriend. It's always good. And our next caller is Raider Bones. We got the Bones in the house. What's going on, my brother? What you got for us? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's friggin' Raider Bones hanging out over here in New Jersey in the swamp that is the friggin' Jets territory. And you know what? 
we just threw out 45 points on those Jets. So I don't see anybody talking over here. But I got to tell you, this Michael Crabtree and this defense is coming around. And between Michael Crabtree, the defense, Marshawn Lynch, Jalen Richard, Jared Cook, Carl Joseph, and the studs that we got everywhere on the ball and special teams. Everybody's a stud on the Raiders, and we're making a run this year, baby. Raiders all day, loving beating the Jets, shooting them down with the 45 points in New Jersey. Raider phones, I'm out. Go Raiders. Well, that's Raider Bones in deep hostile territory. Surrounded by the green, the mean green, and now it's the serene green. It's not so good. It's pale green. <laughs> ah, it's gang green. Thanks for the call, brother. It's great. Great call, especially there for you. Must be special, really special. And our next caller, very, very good dude. One of my favorite. Raider D from the IE, Inland Empire. That is, what's going on, my brother? Hello, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's your boy Raider D from the IE checking in. Just got out of the uh, Coliseum, so I'm uh, on my way home, and I just want to chime in real quick and uh, give a shout-out to the to the best team in the AFC West, in my opinion, Raiders. Um Best fans in the AFC West, probably in the I mean, AFC West, probably in the league, the uh, Oakland Raider fans. I got a chance to sit around some uh, 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 Raiders from San Diego. Got a guy and his wife came over from Dubai. And uh, a group of Jet fans who came over and were just blown away at how well everybody treated them, how great it was, the atmosphere for football. You know, and and how they you know been listening to all the riffraff, all the uh, you know talking heads talk about the Raiders fan and the Coliseum and all this stuff. It's a, it's a damn shame that they're getting rid of the damn. I mean, the team's leaving because they would be back. And uh, even though their team got annihilated today, that was a good game. Get a game ball to uh, I guess you got to give it to Crabtree with the uh, hat trick. Maybe Richard busting one. Uh, beast mode, showing what he's here for. Oh man, that was a good game. I, I, we are looking good. We're our offense is clicking, and uh, you know you take away a, uh, at least three bogus uh, uh, fifteen yard penalties. I think the one on the kickoff, uh, the guy did pile on. I don't know what the hell he was doing. You know, piling on after the play as a lineman. That's obvious. But the uh, taunting where the guy just walk, runs past him. Bull crap. The uh, late hit or uh, uh, Irvin as it's a tackle. Bull crap. I think it was another one that was out of bounds. It was supposed to be a late hit or something, and it was BS too. You know. Anyways, I'm 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 happy with the way our team is playing. I'm g- good right now with the defense. Got burnt um, on a couple of balls. That one deep ball. Uh, Emerson. I mean, he jumped too early. Um, you know, he was out of that play. Uh, he was never he, – he should have jumped. He should have ran through the play. Uh, he would have caught up with the ball, you know, at his highest peak and, uh, and been able to break that out, break that up. Um, 
And then that one play over the middle, uh, late in the, I mean, it was garbage time at that point. But, uh, you know, when have the Raiders been, been uh, ahead so far ahead that they're playing garbage time with 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter? Man. And uh, I don't know. I'm happy. I'm very happy with what we got going right now. Keep it going. Raider Nation, we ain't back home for about three weeks, so everything will be on the road. If anybody's got any real ideas, out in Oakland, watch games, uh, even even other than Ricky's, I go there. But uh, I like to hang out with some of you dudes, man. Anyway, it's your boy, D. Holla at me. I'm out. Man, I could not say it any better than that. There are a lot of Jets fans there, like I said, and all of them that I know of were treated very well. I mean, <laughs> you know that that's a bullshit about uh, getting worked over at the Coliseum. You know that. I know that. Every Raider fan there knows that. But trust me, if you're looking for trouble, you'll find it there too. But uh, nobody really does look for it. But a lot of Jets fans had a blast, like everybody else does going to the Coliseum. That game was epic. It was, it was funny being the fourth quarter trying to just hold on and wait until the clock ran out because uh, we had already snuffed him out by then. It was funny uh, trying to just work the clock for almost 12 minutes. That's right. And the penalties, come on, man. What the hell's going on around here? Those penalties were some real straight-up bullshit. You know it. I know it. Um, and that referee, he hates us. It's consistent. Trust me, he's consistent as the day is long. I can't stand that dude. Uh, he, he's not as bad as Ed Cockley, but uh, Ed's mellowed out in his old age. This guy here, he keeps rolling over us. I don't care. Just like the old days, most penalized team with the most wins. I think I'll take that, bro. Thanks for the call, as always, my friend. Uh, next, we got Raider Jim from the East Coast. Oh, you know those Jets fans. <laughs> They're staying indoors today, I'm sure, for the week. What's up, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jim calling from the East Coast once again, excited for the week two win over the Jets. Man, it was a thing of beauty. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I thought the Raiders, you know, even even though there were a couple of early miscues, you know, taking that, that kickoff and the initial kickoff and then with the penalty and, you know, even though we had some field position issues at early in the game, man, we just overpowered the Jets. And it was great to see. Of course, we expected that. That should have happened. But you still have to execute on the field. So the fact that we executed, the fact that the Raiders came out and did what they were supposed to do, very exciting. I think uh, the pleasant surprise, for me at least, was Cordero Patterson. I mean, you know, we know the guy's a, a kickoff return threat. And we know he's a, you know, a slot receiver possibility. But handing the ball off to Corderell Patterson up the middle and him taking it for, what, 54 yards or whatever, man, and him and, him and Richard, I mean, both, both of them just ripping off major runs. You know, we expect Carr to light it up. 
we expect beast mode to be beast mode, but the Raiders, man, they just, we just have weapons galore. And, uh, man, I know the Raider Nation is excited like me. And I want to say, brother, I appreciate, again, your podcast because, man, I've told you this before, but your podcast gives an opportunity for Raider fans like me that I've been rooting for the Raiders, man. I've been a Raider fan since like 1968, you know, I started rooting for the Raiders when Daryl LaMonica was quarterback, 69, 68, 69. And, you know, we used to have to, they used to have to write letters to, you know, the, the, the players to try to get an autographed picture in the mail. And, and now just obviously with social media and podcasts and things of that nature, um, we can feel connected. So I appreciate what you do, man. I appreciate what you do, Greg, and, and giving us that opportunity and, and then, you know, playing our calls and making us feel, you know, part of the nation because we are all part of the Raider Nation. Just been baby. Keep up the good work, Greg and Randy. Thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you soon. Now, there you go. That's the excitement that is here in the nation, man. And so true. You know, Randy and I are really proud of the fact of, uh, well, just the relationships we've kind of helped to to make, uh, the ones that we've developed, uh, the two of us, with all types of people from all over the world. It's been an amazing experience for both of us and rewarding, to say the very least, bro. And, uh, well, especially when the team's playing this damn good, we got to ride this all the way, bro. I think I think the Raiders have a magic. Let's just see how that magic works. Uh, another game. Got to stack this one up. I appreciate the call and certainly the props, my brother. And our next caller out of Dallas, Texas. It's the Raider, Jesse James. He's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Raider Greg, first of all, man, I appreciate everything you guys do. This is Raider Jesse James, Dallas, Texas. I'm over here at Ron's place, over here with the Raider Nation, Texas Raider Nation, uh, fan club, official booster club from the Raiders over here in Texas and Dallas. So join us, guys, any, anybody that can out here in Dallas. But anyways, man, uh, listen, man, you know, you said it yourself in the last podcast that, uh, you know, we've been – We've always had like a tough time with New York, and when it comes down to it, we always have. But I agree with what you say, where you say, you know, this time we need to feel confident, and I did. I think most of us did. And you know what? We deserve it. We we deserve to feel that confident coming in because man, it's been years since we felt like you know the underdogs and us and that. Uh, I believe that this year, um, you know, we'll do great things. But the fact is, this game, I expected it for us to win. I expected for us to have a great game. Uh, the first half was not what I planned. I was I was I was happy with it, but I wanted to be happier. You know, you, you guys know what I'm saying. Now here comes the Redskins, and uh, I think we can still beat them too as well. Uh, we got to watch out for the Broncos and the Chiefs. They look hella good. They just beat the, the Dallas Cowgirls today, so y'all know about that. But uh, other than that, man, it's great to have you back in the podcast. Love you guys. Everybody stay up. Raider Nation, I am out. Yeah, brother, you make some great points. Some fantastic points. How long has it been, as you all have known, that have gone through the dry times and the bad times and the Raider Nation 
psychotherapy sessions. Renovation, Renovation Podcast Therapy. Remember? I do. Um, yeah. And even when we had a decent team, you thought we could win, but you really weren't too sure. Well, bro, those days are over. We should win. We should beat Washington, too. I have a confidence, just like you, that we finally have a team that we can be confident in. What a great feeling. I mean, it is excellent. We can't get too crazy, but, man, I think the team is playing and having a blast. I hope this continues to roll, but I got confidence, too, and it's a really great thing. Thanks for bringing that out, bro, because it is the truth. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is the Desert Raider, a.k.a. Raider Sid. What's up, Sid? What up, Raider Randy, Raider Greg? This is Raider Sid, a.k.a. the Desert Raider. All right. Good win, Raiders. You know what? But uh, even though we beat them by 25 points, still a lot of shit we got to clean up, you know. We got some drops by Cooper. Uh, we gave up 100 yards to one of their running backs. That shit's got to stop. You know, I'm, I'm pissed off that we gave up those two touchdowns. We could have locked down these guys. But uh, Morrow, uh, his coverage skills as a linebacker, I like it. Conley, he played as well. He showed some glimpses of what's to come. So, I think as the year goes along, our defense is going to get better. Our offense is already, you know, they're they're beast. They're beast mode. That's what they are. But you know what? I remember back when we played the Jets, and that piece of crap Mark Sanchez was laughing and eating a hot dog at the bench. You know, that was a real big joke. Well, guess what? I know that Sanchez ain't on, ain't on the team anymore, but this is for you, Jets. That was for that game. All right, you had it coming. And uh, everybody else in the NFL that gave a shit, one at a time, we're coming after you. All right, so uh, let's get ready for the Redskins. We've got a Sunday night game. Kick some ass. Let's not take anybody lightly. Let's go out there and pound them. Defense is getting better. Offense, stronger. I'm feeling hyped about the Raiders. All right, but uh, we got three teams. Tied with 2-0 records in the AFC West. This is the toughest division in the league. It's no joke. Denver's no joke, and neither are the Chiefs. So it's going to be a tough season. It's going to be really tough. But I think we can do it, Raiders. Let's go. And I love the fact that we are coming out of these games healthy. All right, Raider Nation. Let's go. Let's get another game under our belt, man. I'm loving it. All right, this is Raider State. I am out. I freaking love it, bro. I love the Dirty Sanchez reference, bro. <laughs> when he put mustard on a hot dog, and they had already taken him out of the game. So, yeah, there you go, Jets, right in your face. And, you know, the funny thing is, yeah, all those other teams that used to laugh as well, all the ones that just recently were laughing. Well, let's just see them laugh now because I think things have changed just a bit. And I think we should continue to... we got to beat every team. I mean, you're right. The AFC West is it. This is where the mecca of the best team in the league is going to come from, from these three teams, I'm telling you. 
Super Bowl victory will come from the, the West. I'm going to tell you right now, whoever it is. So uh, we got our job for, for built for us, but I think we got the team, dude. I think we have the team. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is the Chuck Town Raider. What you got for us, Chuck? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is the Chuck Town Raider. Man, I got to tell you, I was happy with the win, uh, taking on the Jets, who looked good. I tell you what, the Jets, uh, nobody's saying anything good about them uh, coming into this game, but they still got pride, and they played like it. They, they gave us a heck of a time that first half. Uh, man, but uh, I thought I started seeing the old-time Raiders, man, all sorts of penalties and 70-something yards worth of penalties in the first half. Uh, loss of composure. Jack Del Rio is losing his trash, man. The whole team started to unravel. We didn't have the crowd noise. Nothing was going on right uh, out there. But uh, then uh, special teams came in. They're clutch, man. Kicking it into the sun, sun. Setting up that fumble recovery. And uh, then we, we followed up in the second half with that ground attack. I mean, with Lynch and Richard, oh, my goodness. Uh, you, our offense was like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get, but it is all sweet. Anyway, I uh, love the, the use of all those weapons, and uh, we really just put on a showcase, which is what we were able to do because of the talent. It's uh, been a long time coming, but um, it's come, and I am really, <laughs> really happy. This is one. Happy Raiders fan out here in Charleston, South Carolina. But uh, all y'all, keep the dark side down and the bright side up. We want to be talking to you, not about you. This is the Chuck Town Raider, and I am out. Well, thank you for the call, brother. And yes, they want to be, we want everybody to be talking about us. I love it when people walk up to me and say, hey, the Raiders look pretty good. Oh, no shit, you don't think so? <laughs> it's about that time. It's about what I say. And watch out, because we're coming for you, baby. That's the next thing that comes out of my mouth. I love it. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, all the way from Georgia, we got Raider Al in the house. What's up, bro? <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's going on, my brother? Al from Georgia, 45-year Raider fan. Been listening to you guys a eh, little over a year, the great world of podcasts, coming off that win against the Jets. I was a little nervous there in the second quarter, but we pulled it out and we beat them good what we were supposed to do. I, mean, I don't want a trophy just for that. But we did what we were supposed to do. But the thing about our Raiders, I actually seen them turn the corner 2014 when we were 0-10 and we beat Kansas City on Thursday night football. That's when I knew we had something special. We didn't have Cooper. I don't even think we had Crabtree. But I kind of seen something in that 0-10 team. As crazy as that must sound. But my question to you is, I'm coming out to California for the Giant game. I'm just trying to find out where you guys hang out at, do you tailgate. You know, I'd like to meet you guys, you know. It'll be my fifth time out in California. 
I'm also doing a DC game Sunday night, which is uh, this Sunday coming up. But just calling to introduce myself. I may have called before. I'm not even sure whether I called or not. I may have. And as far as the Houston thing, with that guy calling up and all that, yo, brother, I listen to you every week, man. You straight. Just keep doing what you're doing. Raider Nation for life. Ow. First of all, thanks for the call and the props and for having our back, brother. I appreciate it. Second thing is, we always show up at the Bad Boys of Barbecue. That's how we roll. We roll there because it's, it's pretty easy to get to. You can check it out on, on uh, Facebook. Look for Bad Boys of Barbecue. You'll get an exact map. It's in the south parking lot at the very end of the RVs. If you ask anybody, in the, any of the event staff, they all know where he is. Trust me, you will find the Bad Boys. Get there early. Get there like 8 o'clock, 8.30 when the gate opens. If it's an early game, uh, definitely get there early because you will. it will go back. It will go by in a flash. I'm glad you're coming. You will not regret coming to the Black Hole, bro. It'll be something epic memory uh, that you'll have. I guarantee it, man. I, that's the one thing I can tell you. Uh, you will have a real good time, bro. So I can't wait to see you. Hope we can share a beer, brother, and uh, have a safe trip. And we have an original gangster in the house. That's right. Guy's been around for quite some time. That's Raider Chris from PA. That's my brother, man. What is happening, Chris? Scranton, Pennsylvania, that is. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Chris, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Just got done watching Raiders and the jokes. I mean, the Jets. And I got to tell you, I'm loving this offense. Crabtree is amazing. The offense is amazing. And I think every time we had the ball, I'm like, just give it to beast mode. Give it to beast mode. Let him score his touchdown at home. Let him do his thing. This dude's a monster. This offense is a monster. And... This team was good. It really does. Even the defense. Uh, Anderson did get beat pretty bad on that one play with a touchdown, but it's all good. But, uh, yeah, loving loving this team. The referees are a joke. The calls that they were making were just, just pitiful. Uh, I don't know what the hell they were seeing, but, uh, the play on Bruce Irvin, that was a joke. The uh just all of them, just they were a joke. Referees are a joke. And I guess that's what they needed to do at the time to keep the Jets in the game. I don't know. But uh under the Redskins, do have respect for the Redskins, the team. But uh yeah, just overall loving the team. Loving where we're going and uh just wanted to call in and say That's my good brother, Chris, stuck in hostile territory over there. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, You know he's surrounded by Jet Giant fans all over the place. Uh, The Raiders mean business, man, and it's nice to be a fan anywhere in the world at this point because the Raiders look so dominant and so good. And there really isn't anything anything else they can say uh, because... We're 2-0, and and there's really nothing you can say except uh, what's your team at. 
where's your team at now? <laughs> like the Niners, I digress. Thank you for the call, brother. It's great to hear from you. And our next caller is my very good brother. He found us again. <laughs> no, just teasing, brother. Later, Malik's in the house. It's nice to hear your voice, brother. What's you got for us? Greater Greg, Greater Randy. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't even know the podcast still existed. I had given up hope. I thought it was done after what you had said at your last podcast that I listened to, and I just happened to be browsing the web and saw Radio Nation podcast and just clicked on it for the hell of it to see some old stuff and saw there been podcasts going on. And I don't know what to say, man. Oh, my God, I'm late to the party, but that's all good. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited that this podcast still exists. It makes my week, man. Every week I, I look forward to this. This is like my my moment of zen, so to speak, just to talk about the Raiders and talk smack and all that. So I, just, I had to get that out. I've, I'm, I'm just I'm ecstatic that it's, it's back, and I know that you and Randy do so much work, and it's greatly appreciated. And I will definitely get back on the train to uh, donate to the podcast and uh, try to help out. So uh, just got to say that and want to get to the game real quick. Uh, great game. Uh, the Jets scored a little more than I expected, but that's all right. We got the win. Uh, the offense looked really good. I mean, really good. Uh, I'm still really concerned about Cooper. I mean, the guy's so talented. He's supposed to be a big part of the offense this year, and he disappears a lot. I mean, he's not looked at on if he's double, t- double covered or what, but he's not really getting the ball, not really getting a lot of looks, it seems like. And it seems like when he does get the looks, you know, either it's, a great play, you know, eventually into a touchdown, or he's dropping passes where he's wide open, he's losing focus, the ball's coming right to him, and he's looking he's looking away from the ball before it gets there. I don't understand why this keeps happening. The guy is a star, and he needs to, to get his focus down. I just don't get that. Other concern I have, the running game. Uh, I like Richard. I like Washington. I like Lynch. The problem is Lynch isn't really getting the ball that much. I mean, he's, he's not really carrying the ball as much as I expected. You know, I understand he's coming back from a long layoff. He's getting a little up in age, but the guy's still got a ton left in him, and I'm expecting at least, you know, 18 carries a game. I think that'd be, like, perfect to tell the truth. And it seems like it's not getting there, and it seems like a lot of times, especially down by the end zone, I'm looking for Beast Mode to come in and try to put it in, and, you know, he's not in the lineup or they're doing a pass play, which is fine. It's all working right now, but I think he needs to get the ball a little more. And Crabtree was phenomenal consistent every year. The guy's been a godsend as far as a signee, and I don't know where we'd be right now if we didn't have Crabtree, man, because when Cooper's not around, Crabtree's stepping it up, and he's putting all those doubters from the past aside and just doing his job and doing it well. i, I got to give props to that. Carr looked amazing. Uh, you know, he, he could have had probably 400 yards if they hadn't had that, uh, that little part of the game where they were screwing up a little bit and things were a little funky but they got back on track, but that's fine. It's all good. We got the win. First win at home this season. The crowd was going nuts, especially when Marshawn was dancing on the sideline. It was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I'm so happy, man. Two wins, 2-0 two, two and oh? since, what, 2002, they said? That's amazing. I mean, Raider Nation's got to be going nuts right now. I know everybody I know out here in Tucson, that's part of Raider Nation. 
I know we're going nuts. We're, we're ecstatic. We can't wait for every game. It's a wonderful time of year, man. It's phenomenal, just wonderful. And our defensive side, defense has been stepping up. They've been showing up. Haven't been getting a lot of pressure on the, on the quarterback as much as I expected. Max sort of disappearing, but I feel like he's getting double teamed a lot, and, you know, people are acting like he's he's not playing as well. I, I, just, I don't think that's true. I think he's just got a lot on his plate, and it's a lot for other, other players to step up, and they got to do that. Uh, I don't know where Irvin is half the time, but that, that call on Irvin where he tackled the guy and they call a flag, that was such BS. I, I can't believe that. It's almost like they're looking to, to get at him for some reason or, or possibly because it's the Raiders. I don't know. But there was a, moment, so a few moments in the game where the penalties got out of hand. It was a little crazy. Uh, they got to clean that up. But what Jack Del Rio and McKenzie have done for this organization is it's beyond words, man. I mean, it is night and day. We are a team that people are, are nervous to play. Uh, we got a lot of talent. And on the defensive side, it was great to see Conley come in finally and play and make that big play where they almost got the interception. Uh, Emerson got burned a couple times. A little worried about that, but, you know, I, I, I'll i take him. Um, other than that, I think we, we're really good, man. Special teams look good. Uh, Tavecchio's, it's like knocking them down. Uh, it's just good all around. It's good to be a Raider fan. I love it. And once again, it's just great to hear this podcast is back. I can't, you know, I can't even say how much it means, man. I mean, I'm sure people say it all the time, but really it's, 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 it's just hard to put into words and the, and the emotion behind it. it's amazing. So I think my time's up, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and get out. But I just wanted to say uh, welcome back and go Raiders. Raider Nation, baby. Peace. Malcolm Tucson, out. You can always count on um, Raider Malik uh, from Tucson to bring it. He brought it this time, obviously. He laid it down. I think Cooper is just getting double, double teamed and pushed around. And that's why Crabtree has all of the field. That's why Cook has the whole field. That's why whoever comes out of the backfield, uh, single covered. So, you know, we're getting single covered on some crazy dudes, Cordell Patterson. So that's just opening up other things. Listen, the reason why Cooper is doing what Cooper's doing is because if they don't double team him, he's a touchdown, bro. I know he's dropping balls, but man, it takes one catch and he's gone. And that's why they double-team him every game. And they'll take their chances with the rest of us. But they're not going to let him beat us. He, him beat him because, I'm telling you, if Cooper gets single coverage in a game, I will tell you this, he will make, he'll be making some touchdowns. And it won't take long. These are going to be like a minute, two-second two drives, minute, ten-second drives, because it'll be over. Three passes, goodbye. Um, so that's why. And then... Max getting double team. They're changing the defense too. You have to understand that they've changed the defensive scheme since Pagano's got there. Uh, the defense they're they're keeping Mac maybe on, on one side a little bit more. Uh, they're trying to use Vanderdos and uh, Autry and a couple other guys to push the middle more. I think they're trying to move that around. I think they did some experiments in the Jets game um, that they're going to work on and and play against the uh, the Redskins. Oh, yeah, our team team is awesome. It's a great time to be a Raider fan. Uh, You've been through the depressional uh, stages of the Raiders. I know you have. You've been here with us at the Suicide Hotline, bro. Glad you're back, too. Love your calls. Keep calling, brother. And our next caller is by any means Mario. What is happening, bro? Raider Nation's pumped. (laughs) 
What's up, Raider Nation? This is by any means Mario. Happy Victory Monday. <laughs> awesome to be 2-0. Won, um, won our first home game, home openers. I think it's been a couple of years since we had a good uh, good start to our home openers. Haven't been really that great in the last couple of years. So glad to, to see that, that things are changing. We're able to put the Jets away. Uh, 45 points, six touchdowns. I remember the last time we actually you know got to celebrate six touchdowns like that at home and just the, you know, the place was rocking. It was crazy. It was fun. I mean, Marshawn Lynch dancing on the field, man, you get, it, it seems like everything's going the, the, the way it should be. It, it's fun season. All the guys are just, you know, putting in everything. Our defense needs to improve a bit, but that would, you know, hopefully it gets better week by week. Uh, Raider Greg, thank you for the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to speak to my brother and I. Uh, they're at the tailgate, um, you know, good conversations. I think we could probably get together and talk football for, for hours. I mean, that's what, you know, Raider fans do. We we all communicate, we all talk, and, you know, we all have that in common. It's football, and we're all the family. So uh, thanks a lot for, for taking the time there to, to chat with us there. Um, just want to say, hey, let's keep it up, ready for Sunday night football. Um, I am out. This is by any means Mario. Have a good one, y'all. And those guys got to see one of the, probably the one of the most epic games that you'll see this season uh, with Marshawn Lynch doing it on the field, uh, dancing, the whole stadium dancing. Hey, listen, I, I just know that you guys had a great time. I had a great time talking to you. I, that's why I go. Uh, I go to see the games and talk to the fans. And, hey, man, you know. It was a great, an epic, fun time, not to be ever, you know, done again. I mean, that was just a one-time game thing. Uh, so it was a magic day. Great day to see you guys. Thanks for stopping and talking to me uh, because I appreciate it so very much. And the call, uh, for sure, brother. Thank you. And our next caller, my very good brother, the Nebraska Raider. He was at the Coliseum. He was at the opening game. He had a grin from ear to ear. Didn't stop all day. Uh, what a great Raider fan. I know he had a good time. What is going on, brother? Raider Greg. Raider Randy. This is Nebraska Raider calling in, man. I'm sitting here in, uh, on Hagenberger waiting for my flight. Flying out of here at 335. Man, it was great to see you and Charmaine. This is Raider Greg. At uh, at bat, the Bad Boys Barbecue Tailgate, man, I, I tell you what, the the next time I'm gonna spend more time there because I only have one plate, and <laughs> but but it was good, but it was good, man, and uh, I mean the game was awesome, the tailgate was was great, as you know, and uh, man, I'm just uh, I'm just blessed to uh, be able to uh, get out here in Oak in Oakland into town where the Raiders are and where they belong. And uh, just to be able to come out here and just experience everything, man. It's just, you know, from the people who were running the hotel that I was staying at, from the people, you know, I met on, on the street, just striking up conversations because they were wearing Raider gear. I was wearing Raider gear. And just, I mean, it's just such it's such a blessing that, uh, that, that that God has bestowed on, on upon me in order to uh, get out here and just uh, experience you know, this life, you know, because, uh, man, it's just awesome, man. 
uh, as far as the game goes, man, that place was rocking. It was rocking. If you can tell my uh, my 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 tone from this uh, call to the last call that I had on the previous podcast is a little bit different. Uh, mostly because I was in a place where I couldn't really get loud. But um, I mean, freaking Marshawn Lynch, man, beast mode, baby. Getting some on the sideline, getting some in the end zone. And uh, <laughs> Crabtree is killing it. I love it. Hey, and, I mean, our, our offense is just so diverse. I mean, using uh, using um, Patterson, Cordell Patterson, running up, what was that, like 65? I'm not – I can't remember what it was. Cordell Patterson getting off. I don't know why. Well, evidently, uh, Minnesota didn't know how to use his versatility or versatility, uh, excuse me. And uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Rashard, man, I can't believe he was undrafted. I, I think Tampa Bay passed on him. They wanted to bring him in, but the, then they said, oh, he's too short or something like that. Well, shoot, man, look at this guy. Last year, broke off on, the, on his very first carry in New Orleans, touchdown. This year, uh, you see how, how just quick he is and how – uh, he can just like slide through those tackles, man, and it, I mean it was just awesome. Uh, th- this whole experience was, uh, like I said, man, it was just a blessing. And um, you know, good people, good food, good camaraderie, and uh, you know I just I, I can't wait to uh, come back out here next year and um, just do it all again, man. It's uh, it's such a blessing, and uh, you know uh, over to Red Chris, good seeing him. Um, everybody else, I'm horrible with names, so if I uh, don't remember your name, whatnot. But Kingsford Kurt, shout out to you, man. Them oysters were awesome, and uh, man, it, it was just a blessed time, man. It was just so such a good. Oh, and I uh, I was able to meet uh, Jim Plunkett and um, Raymond Chester, along with a couple other guys at uh, the uh, Oakland Hilton Hotel Saturday night. That was awesome. And then just, you know, it's uh, checked out the Beast Mode store. And I went up Napa Valley. I know I'm going wrong, man. I'll, I'll cut it off here shortly. I went up to Napa Valley and checked the checked out the uh, Castello di Armorosa, whatever that is. And that was beautiful. And then, uh, you know, uh, checked out San Francisco Friday and uh, just everything, man. It, it, I mean, uh, from the time I touched down to the time I'm taking off, man, it's just been a blessing. So, all right, guys, I know I'm over my three minutes, so I'm going to cut it off. And hopefully y'all get me on here, man. And uh, just God bless, man. And go Raiders. Be slow, baby. Get some. It's Nebraska Raider, and I am out. Oh, yeah, you can't tell how excited he was. And that uh, Amorosa, Casa de Amorosa joint that you went to, a real castle that some very rich man had moved over there to Napa, it's a cool place. If anybody goes there, uh, they should certainly see that place because it's amazing. Well, Northern California is pretty freaking amazing, to tell you the truth. i got to brag about uh, this place up here because the wine and the, the beauty that's here, the, the ocean and the, the, the forest, it's pretty amazing. Uh, so if you do make it to a game, the game is great, but take your time, look around here because uh, there's a lot to see. I'm glad you got a chance to experience some of Sonoma County, bro, and Napa County um, because, well, it's beautiful, as you can tell. So 
I appreciate you coming to us. I appreciate you, man. Just watch you. You were like a kid in a candy store. It was funny to see you. You were talking to everybody, having a good time. Well, that's what it's like. You know, you can you can talk all day long until you come to a game uh, and experiencing it. Uh, you know, that says everything. Ask anybody who's been here. They'll tell you for sure. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller, haven't heard from him in a while. Raider Tony, the Northwest Raiders in the house. What is up? Hello, Raider Nation, Raider Greg. This is the Northwest Raider, Raider Tony, here in uh, the Pacific Northwest. And I just, uh, yeah, I'm just like, like all of you guys, I mean, I'm just, all of us, we're just really excited to see, I mean, man, it's it's an emotional moment, I think, for a lot of us. Just just happiness. We're back. Um, you know, the Raiders are back. You know, the progression that we were hoping to see from last year, we're seeing this year, Raider Greg, we're definitely a better team, and we're seeing that thus far. And I think that is, one of the main reasons why we're so optimistic this season and, and excited for the rest of the season. And, um, you know, just the plays that we're seeing, the, the, the play calling, the actual play from the players, you know, Crabtree, Amari Cooper, the offense is explosive. It's even better than it was last year. You know, my boy, uh, Marshawn is everything that we were hoping he would be. And as the Raiders get better at, at, at using them as a decoy and play action, and it's just going to take our, our offense to a whole other level. You know, the first game of the year, we really didn't see any play action. And, you know, we didn't even see very much this last game. Um, but as we start to incorporate more of that, watch out NFL. Because, you know, we've got beast mode and Richard back there, and then we got these – you know, pretty much the best offensive line in football and a great core of wide receivers. The sky's the limit for us. You know, the only thing really holding us back is our defense. And if they can get better, which I'm going to be optimistic, I think they will, but as the defense gets better, that will ultimately be the X factor and how far we can go, I think. You know, if our defense can just slow teams down, just enough to outscore them. It's really all we need. You know, we don't need to be a dominant defense. You know, we don't have the personnel for that. But we do have a bend-or-break personnel type of defense that I think with the proper play calling, we can, you know, we can get to a point where we can at least slow teams down like we're doing so far. You know, it's pretty much what we've seen so far. So we just need to be able to do that against teams like Kansas City and the Pat Rats and the Broncos and, you know, these other teams. And if we can do it against those teams, you know, we should be fine. And, and on one more note, because I don't want to use up my time here, Raider Greg, I know you've got a ton of other callers. But, man, beast mode dancing in the Coliseum. You know, in my last call, you know, I, just, I talked about, you know, how beast mode grew up a Raider fan. His mom, you know, Sunshine Lynch, Mama Lynch, a lifelong Raider fan as well. She's had season tickets since 95, since the Raiders returned to Oakland, and was a fan before then anyway. You know, she grew up a fan in Oakland. And so to have Marshawn playing well, 
and you know just to a point where you know he went crazy and you know was Marshawn you know that whole dance episode dancing towards the end of the game against the Jets that's total Marshawn that, that's that's beast mode right there that's just him being him and you know having the whole Coliseum dancing like that that's a special moment I mean that's the kind of stuff that to see a player get to play for their favorite team growing up, like Beast Mode playing for the Raiders. You know, he's a Raider born and raised. To be able to play for your favorite team that you grew up rooting for is not very common in the NFL. But we've got Derek Hart doing it. We've got Beast Mode doing it. We've got Jack Del Rio coaching. He grew up a Raider fan, and he's the head coach. So I think that there definitely is, a, you know, that's an extra special dynamic that I think lends itself to more passion, better play. You know, I mean, that's just, these guys want to win because they're true blue Raiders. And so, well, I should say true silver and black. But anyway, um, that's all I wanted to say. Just wanted to get my two cents in, Raider Greg. Call in. Can't wait for the next podcast and see what everyone else has to say. But I'll tell you one thing, the Raider, Raider Nation Northwest chapter here, um, they meet in uh, Seattle, South Center, to watch the games together uh, here in, in Seattle. And uh, I'll tell you what, Raider Nation is alive and well here in the Pacific Northwest. You know, it's technically Seacock country, but we have a large Raider presence here, always have. And it's just nice to see all the Raider gear out in public, everywhere. And, uh, you know, go Raiders, baby. Go Raiders. Oh, thank you, Raider Tony, man. It's always good. You always do a detailed analysis. We got a good team. And, you know, I can tell in your voice, just like you tell in mine, uh, we're looking for the Super Bowl, man. I'm telling you, I, I, I never thought I'd even say those words. But, man, our defense should improve. I mean, it, it, there's no reason for us not to feel this way. Just trust me. Uh, this is going to be a good contest coming up. I think it'll show a lot about our team, who we are, and uh, we'll go from there. But so far, so good, bro. Thank you for the call, as always. Uh, and last but never least, my very good brother from Bourne. That's Bend, Oregon, Raider Nation. For all you that don't get it, I get it. Great club, great guy. He's got some great rap music as well. Check him out. We play him on our show. Uh, what is happening? Saw him at the game. You know we had to go. What's up, brother? Raider Mystic. What's up? I just got back to Bend, Oregon. Long adventure. Car trouble, you know. That's what happens when you like your car that doesn't run well and you want to keep driving it. What a freaking game. You know, epic game. Epic home opener. You know, I made sure to stop by the Bad Boys of Barbecue to make sure to run into you, Raider Greg, and get a picture and say hi. And we ended up getting to perform there. That was fun. And then we also performed at the 
infamous B lot, um, which is just a couple uh, tailgate blocks away right there in the B lot too. And we also got to perform at the black hole, um, opening party the night before got to hang out with Marshawn Lynch's mom, which was very cool to hang out with her for a little bit after the game. Um, was walking to the Hilton bar and guess who randomly we were walking side by side, Rod Martin. So Rod Martin puffed it all the way with us from the Coliseum to the Hilton bar on foot. And I'm hanging out at the Hilton bar. And then I hear this voice that I, I, I recognize very familiar and it's Greg Papa. Never met him before, but I turned around you know, I had to, to give him my uh, my two cents of uh, of everything that he's ever done. Got to, uh, you know, at the end of the conversation, we're trading numbers. Like, we're buddies now. <laughs> Crazy stuff, man. I love this. I love this, this Raider Nation, man. Love it. And what a game, you know. What a game. What explosive runs. Explosive runs. Power runs. Marshawn Lynch's first touchdown, that that dance, you know, that that Bay Area, that East Bay, hyphy, get down, let it roll, let it flow, turn up the Mac Dre. Ooh, gosh, God, I love that vibe. But, uh, man, I just wanted to follow up. It was awesome to see you. It was awesome to be at the game. I am so happy that I was at that game. That was a very special moment in history and uh don't really got much more than that so i'll let it out let you go let it ride let it flow and let's go to three and oh raiders raider mr and i'm out well check that shit out bro rod martin he's a good dude he's really cool i know you like him because i did right away and then the master blaster greg papa my freaking hero, one of the smartest men I've ever known, knows every sport, knows the history of every freaking sport. The guy is amazing. Anything you want to know about any sport, long time ago, anybody's, um, he's just, a, a, he's like a walking computer of sports uh, memorabilia, man. He's a funny guy, too. He likes to have a beverage or two. Uh, what a great moment for you. Well, that must have been really special. And then the game. And then the game. I mean, everyone I saw there, it's just never going to be repeated, like I said before. It was just a moment in time that was just so freaking special. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> it was great to see you guys there. Thank you for the props and the call. I always love it, man. Keep doing what you do. Because uh, we have, we love it. Everybody loves it. Uh, the Raider Nation is far and wide everywhere. And the Born Raider Nation fan club, a booster club, is the shit. The shizzle. Trust me on this. Anybody who goes up there, check them out. They do their deal. This game was epic. I can't tell you enough. I've gone on and on and on about it, but holy mackerel. I can't tell you enough. You gotta get you gotta get to Oakland because magic is happening here. Uh, you gotta put your ass in a seat because things are going down here that that are just they're amazing. 
we got a very fun team, a fun team to watch. They're having a good time on the field. Their smiles. I know it's going to be tough. I know we're going to have tough times, but still, the spirit of this team of 2017 with the men on it is just so freaking special. It's great to be around. I love it. I love the Raider Nation. Thanks for you guys for being part of what we do here on the podcast. I am Raider Greg. We're going to kick the shit out of those Redskins. (laughs) I'm pumped, and I am out.